You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network. Yo, this is Tech Nine on Wake the Flock Up. Uh. So hurry up and do it. Wake the Flock Up. Tech Nine, baby. You did it. You did it. You, you did it. And you go on tour. And say, like, Mom and Dad, will you tell me you love me, please? <laughs> Get their approval still. <laughs> is that is that is that something you worry about? Oh, of course. Yeah, I was pissed. My mom and dad didn't have a picture. They had like my brother's uh coaching picture in the house. Yeah. Like he's, he coaches football and stuff which is awesome uh-huh. it's an achievement of his it's like can i get a picture up i got like three albums out i ain't got no pictures yeah in i was like god damn it am i gonna have to give y'all a fucking picture can you frame an album so what do they say to that she fucking went and made like some weird collage and like see you glad you happy now you happy now yeah well there you go so then once i got married they finally put some wedding pictures i was like can i get some rap pictures up mm. in this motherfucking house Welcome back to the show. You're now listening to Wake the Flock Up with Concept 714. Very special Wake the Flock Up on location. Beautiful location, too, man. I was surprised. I thought I read the text wrong. It's crazy. Because they're like next to the little sweet story. And I'm like, in the mall? That can't be right. right?" Yeah, I did the same thing. It's my first time here today. Yeah, yeah. Spritz, by the way. Ritz. Introducing Ritz. Let me say this because I I, I always said it when I met you. First and foremost, this is what the first thing I was going to do. Bro, you can spit. Man, thank you, man. That's the best compliment I can get. Dog, you can spit, bro. Like, wow. It is. <laughs> I find it fascinating how you do it. I, I can't, I can't, like, well, I try to move my mouth in those rhythms, and I'm just like, wow, I don't <laughs> understand how that's even humanly man, possible. Thank you, man. Thank you. Be honest, though. How many takes does that take? It takes a lot. It takes a lot. I mean, you know, uh, before I started doing it really professionally, now I'm four albums in. You know, I, I would uh, memorize raps. I wouldn't go into the studio without memorizing them. So it wouldn't take me long. I'd be like the one, two take kind of guy. But uh, now that uh, I've been doing it, I write raps and like, hey, punch, 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 punch. You know, but it's just all I do is do that and then hear myself and then it's basically copying myself. And, are, uh, are we old school? Do we write down raps? Do yeah, we use always, a pencil or, or do we use our phones? Like, Got to use the pen and the pad. Mm. There's, there's a certain respect to it, right? Yeah, and plus to me, like without being able to scratch out ideas, I know you can hit delete, but to scratch, and I need to side the side columns behind the uh, vertical lines to do the rhyming words and mm. and do my notes on okay. the side. Okay. Because I might think of a bar, uh, like of a tight bar, and I'll put that bar for reference if I get down further in the verse where that bar might fit in. Smart. So I can't do that on the phone and put a side note in there. <laughs> it's just it's just not comfortable to plus, me. Plus, there's something to it, right? Something to like a blank piece of paper. You got your pencil out. You about to get busy. It's, like it's like it's it's a little bit t- more towards poetry and writing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could do it on the phone too. Yeah. I mean, it's not really knocking anybody. That does it? Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd ever do it any other way. That's just the way I was, I've done it. I'm comfortable with it. Yeah. You know. And how long have we been doing it now? I've been writing raps and recording songs since 1992. 92. So let's do the math on that. I don't even know what the math is. <laughs> what are we in? That's a long so time. Like, That's 20. 24 years? Yeah, 20, 25 years. 25? Almost 25 years. Wow. Wow. 
I was horrible back then, though. I was you no, were? Yeah, I was no good. I mean, I I didn't get good for a long time. You know, it takes a long time, and you think you're good. There's always someone that kind of uh, pushes us to to uh, make the uh, make the leap and try to be an MC, right? Like, well, like, like officially, all right, my name is blank, and I'm right. gonna write. Right. Who was that for Ritz? Who was that dude that made you want to be that? At the very beginning? Yeah, at the very, very beginning of uh, it. Uh, as far as a rapper goes? Yeah. I would say uh, definitely uh, rap a lot records are uh, too much trouble. Uh, the uh, the Ghetto Boys, Willie D, uh, Scarface, mm-hmm. everything rap a lot. Just yeah. I just wanted to, my first raps were just like Willie D. I shoot you in the head yeah. till you're dead. And this is like super <laughs> animated, just yeah. straight copying with your punk motherfucker. Yeah, just Willie D out like yeah. a motherfucker. And uh, let, let me ask cause another thing that I was wondering was um that I always am. I'm always interested to find out what the rationale behind it was, right? So, like, your interest in hip-hop to begin with, where do you think that comes from? Well, I think it slowly developed. You know, I was, I was, um, I was, I was born in Pennsylvania. I yeah. lived in a small town outside of uh, southwestern Pennsylvania between uh, West Virginia and, Pens- and Pittsburgh. And uh, so there wasn't a lot of hip-hop influence there. Right. But my family, my, 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 my dad was a guitar player, played in bands. But we always, me and my brother, we always liked... Um, Singing R&B, you know, Bobby Brown was out, you know, with, uh, you know, I was always into Michael Jackson, of course, but Bobby Brown and, um, we were always into like singing stuff. Even new kids on the block, uh, please don't go girl and stuff. They're like two parts. So we used to break that down, but we always had the luxury of recording, uh, my, with my pops being a musician. We have top of the line equipment, but we always had a four track tape recorder and a way to record, which is very rare for people in the eighties or the early nineties. Even the late, even into the late ninety. So, I, I might be getting thrown off of the question. No, but. no, no, no. But but this is interesting because it, it, music was was there in your childhood. It was music present was there. So, in yeah, your household. So you asked me about you asked me about hip hop. So yeah. So so with that being there, then when I when I got when I moved to Atlanta, and I got introduced to hip hop, and I was already taking like two boom boxes, putting them across from each other, and recording, hitting play on one and record mm. on the other, doing that kind of old school stuff. Once I started being able to go get a single, um, let's say like a, uh, let's say shy, if I ever fall in love and you can get that single or, or uh, knocking the boots, H town, you know, R and B was, R and B was hitting. So I'd take the, I'd take the instrumental. They'd always have B side with the instrumental and I'd rap over top of it and then do it and yeah. start doing that. Yeah. And, um, that's where it started, you know, getting that influence. But I think, you know, I came to the South and I heard Kilo, I heard two live crew. I heard stuff of Pennsylvania like Run DMC and the Fat Boys and stuff, but real rap music, you know. Yeah. Not that Run DMC isn't real rap music, mm-hmm. but you know the type of Southern rap music, vulgar rap music, just mm-hmm. all different realms of rap music. I got yeah. introduced to when I moved to Georgia. Outside of rap, though, is there was there is there musicians now that inspire you still? Yeah, that's the main people that inspire me are outside of rap. You know, um, what's crazy with me is I've like exhausted my playlist so long. <laughs> For so many years in a row, it's like maybe I need to find some new artists and really start experiencing. So. You know, it's so funny you say that because I'm going through the exact same thing now. And I've always been kind of like, when I first started, I was like the underground dude. Like I was, just, I didn't want to hear nothing but just like straight grimy underground hip hop right. raps, right, right? right? And then as you progress, you kind of you you start to mature, so your taste kind of evolves, and you mm-hmm. get older and stuff. My my first experiences were with like hardcore underground hip hop was with Swollen Members. Okay. Okay. So it was grimy, 
down to just like Dungeons and Dragons type type of battle rap. Right, 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 right. right. Some um, real hip hop. Some real. Well, at that time, you're like, yeah, bro, this is the truth. You know, this is the truth. Yeah, Yo, your commercial heads don't know nothing. Blah blah blah. Right. Plus, the times of the music were pretty bad, bro. Like right. when we were coming up, commercial hip hop was like, wow, Puffy's dancing in suits, and it's just like yeah. a little too much, right? Yeah. Well, I'm a little older, I guess. So yeah. like, so by that time. See, that's what's weird about me is by that time I was already trying to get a record deal. So, mm. like, uh, you know, uh, commercial hip hop to me when I was coming up was like Public Enemy. Yeah. Um, which that's not commercial at all. But no. those were people that you saw on, you on, you, on TV rap. You heard them on, and then you heard them on the radio, right? Yeah, you heard so, them be, the so radio. them being on the radio made them next level, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, you know, when hell, when Puffy was dancing in suits, you know, I th- I'd already dropped out of school and had tapes shopping them around, sending demos to labels. Right, I was already right, right. doing that. Wasn't good enough to get a deal. I didn't know it then. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that that was a uh, you know just a little bit of a different time period, but still the same thing though. Yeah. Still the same out. Still the same outlook. Now, Crazy now time. let me ask you this. Let me ask, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but so you're coming up in hip hop and you're and you're, and you're writing, you're, you're developing your persona and you're writing, you're writing. What about the fact that you're white? Yeah. When, when does that hit you? Does that hit you initially? Is it gradual? Initially, initially, because uh, I said it on the new album. You know, I've been I've been rhyming since the first Vanilla Ice cassette. You know, uh, running over rappers, tiger tiger tread, they tiger head. You know, it's like um. I mean, Vanilla Ice was out. Then you had, I mean, any white rapper that came around was very, besides, somehow third base got the, uh, got the card. They got the pass. <laughs> but even they were in vanilla status, right? So that's why. They were what? They weren't that, they weren't on the same, like, pub- public view of vanilla. No, nah, but they did have, when, when they were dissing, uh, when they were dissing Vanilla Ice, what's that video called? The, uh, get, was it, not, they had Gas Face and then they had, um, Pop Goes the Weasel. Pop Goes the Weasel when the Weasel goes pop. And they were talking about, you know, rappers going pop. Yeah. And they were getting on Vanilla Ice and stuff like that. I think being a white rapper, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's not a white uh, white man's game or a white right. guy's right. game, you right. know. So they've always stuck out, you know. But, uh, yeah, I think Search and Third Base kind of got, got the pass, you know, that was, which is kind of dope. That's kind of what you aim to be. Then when House of Pain came out, yeah, yeah. Cypress Hill. They even got it even more, but it's still white boy rappers, mm-hmm. but it was still, they were a little bit hardcore and, uh, they got a lot more credibility. Um, so that's what you, when I saw that, you know, that takes it from that vanilla icing to where that's what I want to be. I want to be the white guy that can get credibility, mm-hmm. you know, and be that. And, uh, that was the goal. And then Eminem came out and then made us all take a seat for a few years and just go back to the drawing board and be yeah. like, wait a minute, he's amazing and yeah, he's we're white. not even close to how great he is. How's that happen? Yeah, he's better than anybody I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I'm, he's amazing. He's an amazing artist. But to me, it was always kind of always happy that he was white. You and always the, what? I was always happy that he was white. Right. And the reason being is because of, it'll make people realize that. And even now, very much so, not being the black dominant color of the industry, right? Right. I find things that I think if I was black, it would be easier to get into places or do certain things. Right. Because it's like, you know, I get it. I understand. There's a vibe. There's an energy. There's a perception you want to keep. But hip hop is real. Hip hop is everywhere. Right. Yeah. yeah. It'll, you're Asian. You'll be born in hip hop in, you know, Japan or whatever the case may right, be. Right, you're a hip hop hit. Yeah. You're a hip hop hit. For sure. But the industry is very much still dominated. Why they want to keep things one way because they already know they can make money off of this. Right. Well, hip hop's a black music. You know, right. it's, a, it's, a, it's, 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 that's, that's the roots of it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's, you can't, you know, there's no denying that. So, you know, it's, it's great that it's expanded throughout so many races and countries and, um, 
you know, broken down so many barriers. Um, so, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, is you know, you know, you got to know that. You know, it is. It is what it is, and I, I don't think that should change. You know, mm. I, I think I think I don't think it should change. Meaning, meaning that let's not forget where it came from. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It can change, be universal, and everybody can do it, and we don't doesn't have to be like that's that's you doing black music, blah blah. I mean, that's whack. Yeah. But. I do think, let's not forget, that's where it comes from. Mm -hmm. It comes from... Uh, and I'm with you, and I respect it, I understand it, and I'm very grateful for it, right? Uh, yeah. But I'm also, I also am of the mindset that, hey, you know what? We got to open up, even in hip-hop, a yeah, mentality yeah. of what an MC looks like, what right. DJ looks like. Or, you know, there's there's more to it than just the the TV version of it. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, for sure. I, I think I think we've achieved that. A good we're getting bit. there, and we're doing what well, we're doing very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think right? that's came a long, 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 long way. Yeah. I mean, hell, look at I me. Mean, speaking of white rappers, much less uh, Latino rappers, Asian rappers, anybody, um, white rappers, I mean, look how many of them there are now. Yeah. So it's not as uncommon at all mm -hmm. anymore. Yeah. At all. But it's still there. Yeah. You know, but it's still not as, I mean, it's so not uncommon. It's almost like we're in our own category. It almost is. Does that bother you? Uh, it does a little bit with me because I feel like I was a little bit ahead of the other guys that mm -hmm. did it. So I just feel like my timing was a little off. But mm -hmm. I guess whether you believe in a higher power or you just believe in the way things are supposed to work out, it didn't work out for me. Like I was a little bit of, I'm a little bit older. I was, uh, I've been honing up on my skills before a lot of the guys that are out now that are popular. Um, so, you know, yeah, it, you know, I wish I would have got a little in it a little earlier and I could have, you know, you know, you know, Bubba Sparks out to Bubba Sparks, you know, I know Bubba. And, um, you know, when Bubba came out, when Eminem was controlling everything, that was a hard thing to do, be Bubba Sparks at that time. And he came out and held his own a little bit and, uh, not even a little bit. He held his own and, and sold records and, um, I was trying to be him then, and when he came out, I was like, "Damn, man, another guy!" Man, I got to wait again. It was like so limited. In 2005, Paul Wall came out. It was just, it was so spare, sparse or sparse or whatever the word is. Like with white rappers, then now it's just a. But there's blood. always been those white rappers that I think quietly, and is probably the wrong word for it, have been around hip hop. That like I'm, my point is, some of my favorite rappers are white. Slug. Is right, white, right? right. Aesop Rock is white. Yeah, yeah. Sage Francis is white. Ari the Rugged Man is white. Right, but these yeah. guys, because from which all due respect to those guys, mm -hmm. some of those guys are my homies. Some of them I haven't met yet, mm -hmm. and a lot of them have earned just being dope MCs, earned the respect of so many people. But they weren't mainstream and didn't get, you know, didn't get that clout of being this big mm. white rapper right. sensation. Yeah, they existed. Yeah, you know, and they held their own. Yeah, and, you know, held it down. But you know, just. For me, I always want to aim for the top, being the most I mainstream see. guy. I see mainstream. Ever. Yeah, okay. you want to be okay. Eminem status. Yeah, you know he set the bar of what you can be. Yeah. So you know you wanted to be that, but yeah, I mean, yeah, those guys have been around holding shit down. Fuck, R.A. Right, I just heard some shit. R.A. Right, laid down the other yeah. day on that Taylor Swift remix. It was crazy. <laughs> Dude's amazing. Yeah, he's he's incredible. He's been on the show before. He's he's a, yeah, he's a he's super a dope guy. Great man. guy, man. Great guy. So Ritz is here in Hollywood. Yeah. Right. Well, what what does Ritz do when he gets off the plane? Like, what's the first thing you do when you get off the plane? You've been well, on the you know, flight, you're getting you, okay, I'm going to be on Hollywood, what I do? So, I start looking at Yelp and seeing what restaurants are close <laughs> to where I'm at. Okay. <laughs> you got a preference? Like, what's your favorite type of food? Really, whatever's whatever's dope in the town. Like, you know, in, in LA, I just, you know, I, I just Google, like, you know, what I've been looking at, Food Network, like, best thing I ever ate, or like, oh, yeah, you know, like, stuff. I just start trying to hit the spots, or like, whatever the classic spots are of, of um, 
of a city, yeah. you know. But well, yeah, this is tough here then in Hollywood, yeah, Oh, it's right? too many. Yeah, yeah so, it's too- so you get like frustrated looking around, but that's normally my first go-to. I'm like, yeah, let's go I get some food. At? Yeah, okay. And then, uh, but nah, man, you know, it's 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 uh, for me, it depends. It depends if I'm on tour or if I'm doing album promo. Right now, I'm out here doing album promo. Yeah. On tour, I'm a wild man. You know, I like to party and have yeah, fun. Yeah. And uh, but right now, I'm trying to like, hey, make sure you go out there. Don't eat too much. Oh, don't party too much. Oh. Be on your game because okay. you don't you don't want to have a whack interview and be all hungover <laughs> or something. Have yeah. a get some sleep. Yeah, you know, I hear you. It, 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 it's funny how because in hip hop, we don't talk about these things. I feel mm-hmm. we need to talk about our health more in hip hop yeah. and i'm not saying give a lecture i'm just saying make awareness of it what oh you could get sucked in i mean i had opportunities to go party last night and yeah it could have led to a long night and we just i'd just be dead right now okay. but i feel great right now you i made a responsible made a responsible I like decision <laughs> i like that i had a personality today at the photo shoot and hopefully this interview is going well as well yeah you're doing good you're doing yeah, good thanks, you're doing thanks, good thanks. uh so you're here how you get something to eat are we gonna sightsee have you done that before yeah i've done it a lot man i've done it well not a lot a lot but i've, I've toured here a lot you know I've been, I've been here a good bit of times um it's still amazing though yeah you're still in hollywood mm-hmm. you're still in la and uh, i think as a rapper period you know with me especially being someone that really really came up in 90s and so influenced by 90s west coast hip-hop <clears throat> it's such a big deal to be out here anyway mm-hmm. and just to, i don't ever forget that i'm a like like I'm a, I made it as a rapper. So like when I come out here, it's like, wow, I'm out here as a rapper. I'm in Hollywood Mm -hmm. and I'm out here working as a rapper. It's a dream about this. And now I'm out here acting like it's not a big deal. Yeah. I'm not really acting like it's not a big deal, but like, don't ever come out here and act like it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. It is a big deal. It's look, I told him that the first thing I I thought of when I walked into the, to the mall and I'm like, it can't be in the mall. There's no way that the office are in the mall. But I see it and I'm like, I'm thinking like, wow, smack in the middle of it yes it, this is big time huge man and and from being a fan you kind of feel like you grew you've grown with them well you have grown with them if you're you know you've been a tech nine fan or yeah. you know uh recognize whatever you you see them grow and you kind of feel proud for them oh man it's so huge i mean i you know we rode by here last night uh we ate we ate dinner and i was like let's go get some pie afterwards there's a place called the pie hole on hollywood boulevard we rolled up the street just to see the strange offices and see the billboards and see my face, you know, uh, yeah. on the, you know, you see the walk of fame and there's your face up top and, you know, it's just, uh, surreal. It's just, right? it's just, it's surreal. And it, but it's surreal showing that's my face as an artist on the label. I mean, just think about like with Travis O'Gwen and Tech Nine, what they've achieved mm-hmm. coming from where they came from, Kansas City. And just, uh, man, this is huge. Yeah. And just to be a part of that. Absolutely. And have my face mixed in with theirs and what they've achieved is 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 amazing. I mean, people don't do this. You know, there's not another. I don't see another label out on this right here next to the Chinese theater, I, and which is why I think that sense of pride comes in because it's like something you know of that you know that's that one. Because right. you know, strange music is is like you're saying they're, they're doing things that haven't been done before. Right. And you're so proud because you know they're real and you know they're right. good. Their music is good enough. It's justify why they're successful. Right. And it's just you. The, the, it was just planted roots that grew yeah. and grew and grew and grew and now it's just grown. And it's well, that's how Ritz grew up, right? That's yeah. how Ritz came up. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, you were sure. doing your thing and then you started blowing up and the collabo yeah. started working. You, you work with Twista. Yeah, man. That was huge. Shout out to Twista, man. Yeah. I was like, wow, this needed to happen already. Yeah, it was, man. and dude, the track was amazing, man. Man, thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks. So th- what was that like? It was dope. It was like, 
I didn't get to sit in the studio with them. I never really vibe with artists in the studio. You know, I normally send verses or do email stuff. But mm-hmm. me and Twist have done shows together. Then we did the video together. It was really surreal because, to be honest, Twist was the person that helped me develop a double time style. You know, um, along with other artists, but he's the main person. He's my favorite double time rapper. Um, I, I've been listening to Twister since I was really young, and um, I didn't even say really young to put a date on Twister, but Twister was a huge influence on me. Yeah, and the fact that I'm doing a video of him, and and uh, I even asked him like, "Dill, does it bother you to like do videos with somebody that you know kind of raps like you?" You know what I'm saying? Because I know like. You know, even though I'm, I don't bite Twister style, I'm like, you know, I don't do the, but it's, he's not done. Inspired by it, it's Inspired, obvious. and yeah. if you're inspired and you're the guy that's inspired, you could tell who you inspired. What, what did he say? What did he say? He said it used to bother me with mm. different rappers. I mean, he's being honest. He's like, yeah. but you know what, man? You learn what you, the role you played and who you've influenced. And um, Twister's probably one of the most humble, realest artists I've ever met. Mm. Um. And just, man, the fact that it's one of those moments, again, like, pinch yourself, dog. You're doing a song with Twister. He's on your record. He's on your album. Now you're out doing a video with him. Now you're doing shows with him. It's it's just a cool thing, man. It's just, it's it's so, so surreal. So the, the pattern that I'm seeing is you kind of humble yourself when, you, yeah, when you're feeling that. I don't even, you know, I don't even know if it's humbling myself. It's just making sure I'm always humble because, um, just, I, I can't, I can't not be, you know what I mean? I, I, I've, I've seen a lot of rappers. I've been around a lot of rappers and I think a lot of rappers just get it and forget real quick. And they might not forget all the way, but I think on the surface they do. And I can't believe they forget. Like, homie, are you fucking out of your mind? Like, like, uh, I met a lot of people that might not be as grateful for where they're at. So whereas you know, it's like it's a big deal. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck if, if this, it, this is. A, let me let yeah, me just say yeah. this is something that we talked about on the show recently because I feel that we see rich people everywhere. We see the Kardashians on TV. We see the movie stars on you know TMZ right. or whatever, and it becomes like oh, it's an everyday occurrence, blah blah. And I tell them, look, wake up! It is not. It is not nah. common to be rich. Nah. You know how many few people are rich ever in the history of the world you know what i'm saying compared to the how many poor people there's been like these are things that we see as everyday things but they're really miraculous yeah, it's right very, it's very special it's very special so when you get an inkling when you get the sense that you belong up there yeah and then you kind of see your life developing like oh this could be possible yeah right you can go one of two ways i'm the chosen one hell yeah i'm next blah 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 yeah. or thank you for every step you exactly. work your way and up. i'd say a good 95 percent i'm the chosen one yeah i was meant to be here and and forget at least what i've seen but i think we all have a little bit of that in this right you i mean need you that. have to be because you got to be it keeps up competitiveness and then you have to also accept where you're at and be able to shine harder and be better and it makes you be better you know it's like um it, you know, uh, we all have a little bit of that in us, of course, you know. Especially as MCs, right? Yeah. Because you as, need that little MCs. bit of it to to give yourself a nickname you and have, a persona. You, of course, like, you, you have to have it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, though, like, you also, you know, have it, have it, but keep it stored back mm. in your brain. Like, <laughs> store it in a small space. Yeah. Don't store it in the front. Yeah. <laughs>
town shit. North side, eight 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 town shit. North so excuse me if I added to those who the fuck are you to say but sitting stop with throw red show eleven got the wit go I be turning heads everywhere you see me step foot check store full of commas told you rappers next door rolling through a net I hit up up and never test up made a play on pleasant here roll up this a nest up phone ringing not unnecessarily blow my text up going to speed limit please are eager to arrest you plus I had a lot of drink I probably fell a breath now the dead change it up I'm back to rhyming knock a fist I think I'm the best beside a couple cause I'm not a dead running over robbers take a trade they can take a head buzzers like a vibe spreading vibe digging like a fake now my leaders fighting like a flag I'm gonna spread the web till they give me my respect. Another flight of stairs Vanessa Ramos is the first vanilla ice can say it Ain't nobody try me yet I just pray to God I said forgive them for they sins My Lord, they know not what they do I'm trying to ignore the things they say to ruin my mood They don't know what I've been going through lately If they only knew they watch the shit they say before they make me lose my What you know about being the only white boy deep in the hood in the city waiting for hours trying to do a song? You hit the stage, you can tell they wanna fool you all before you even get started. You gotta prove we're wrong, but say fuckin' no change, tuck on my jewel, we yarn, go ahead and pull your gun. I hope you shootin' the kill, a few screws that I have inside my head already loose. Go ahead and shoot me, I'm suicidal. I do it myself. I might have got a record deal 'cause I rap good, but before you ever heard of me, I earn my respect. Like every cool people, someone scared to come to my crib. Stories gone wrong, go net about the ones who got the gas. Whoop on the cash drawer, blaming me for what my boys did. Moreland, old Nat, buying dope at Jordan, homie Yard J, shorting them with dollar bills. People pulling pistols on me, saying who this white boy is. And I ain't saying this is trying to be hard, but I ain't for it, no games. Don't believe me, yeah, some boys that strange and told with me, got me sure that they knew it. Someone pissed me off, I swing nine eight. Homie shot a lady and a baby point blank range, and he said I'm on fire in the truck of a car. My best friend is sixth grade, kid a lady for nothing. Now he's a manager, Denny service calling the boss. The point I'm trying to get across is I got the heart, I don't wanna harm any woman. I'ma finish what they start, got an emptiness, a dark side. Then because I'm scarred, people start to think you soft when you call without your guard. Thinking you're an entertainer and the odds are getting guards. All the shit ain't gonna happen. Get the Eddie where you are, pull up on you with the crew, pull your car, fuck a fade, we gon' stomp you like we puttin' out a fire. Pray to God, like get them for they sense my door. They know not what they do. I'm trying to withdraw the things they say to ruin my mood. They don't know what I've been going through lately. If they only knew, they watch the shit they say before they make me lose my. One more thing about your videos. You're, the, you're one of these artists that makes me want to be there.
when I'm watching your videos. Right. Like I don't, I watch some people's videos. I'm like, oh, that's cool. But I don't ever want to, like, it looks like a party with Ritz is fucking right. lit. Like I'm, I need, I need to be at one of these parties, bro, because like the vibe is so good and the music just popping and like, you look like that dude I want to take a beer with. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. I mean, it's all fake, though. That's the problem. It's, <laughs> it's all fake party. Okay. Yeah. The real parties where Ritz will be at my house, like yeah. watching a boxing match. We all drink too much. Someone's puking. Everybody's just <laughs> paranoid. You're telling me you don't have that slangy, banging Latino chick next to you all the time? No, 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 oh, no, no. I'm, I'm normally like me yeah. and my wife in the backyard <laughs> fighting. Um, somebody wrecked their car out in the neighbor's yeah. yard. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's a, two brothers are outside <laughs> fighting outside. Yeah, real life shit. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just okay. nothing like that. It's not as cool as I make it, as oh. the video. Make it look. Oh, man, nah, it's like the real life. It's like the parties you go to. It's like, man, I really don't want to be. This seems like trouble. <laughs> like something. Like, bad, I don't know these people. Something not- bad's gonna happen tonight. <laughs> it was fun. It's a great vibe. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's being a dick. But you know, but everybody's drinking. There's a lot of drugs going on. Yeah. So there's there's someone upstairs. I think we need to call an ambulance. And this person fell, and their head is cracked open so right. deep. From yeah. yeah, the parties. My real life parties are not like the video parties. There's like six dudes with huge beards everywhere. You know no, what no, with mine. Yeah, no, no, no. It's normally not. It's just like like injuries and like like. Oh, so you party? See, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, there's okay. bad All things. Right, there's, there's, there's like you know, there's like. Yeah, there's bad shit happening. Not bad shit, like an intentional bad shit. Right, right, right. It's too much alcohol. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, it's yeah, just getting getting a little wild. All right, well, I'm, I gotta tell you, man. It's not I'm a lot of twerking and not a lot of. I'm I thought there was always money flying, no, and you were always no. you always had Crown Royal with you, like you just. Oh, now the Crown Royal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. now that's one hundred. I wanted to talk to you about that. That's gonna be there. See how 100%. I slid my way into yeah, this. That, that's gonna be the one hundred percent. There's definitely not gonna be a ton of girls. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Talk to me about Crown Royal. What's going on? It, I, we all assume it is what it is, or or is it very official? You know what I'm saying? I want to know. Over oh, Crown Royal, nah, it's just like I like to drink, you know. Yeah. So I um, it's my favorite whiskey, you know. So I just wanted to make a Crown Royal record, um, because that's what I drink when you hang out with me. I end up drinking Crown, but then I don't only stick to Crown. You know, I drink. I, you know, people are like, "What? You're not drinking Crown tonight?" I'll go to a bar and they'll just automatically hand me Crown. I'm like, "No, nah, shit, I wanted a bourbon or a Moscow Mule tonight." Uh, watch out, yeah. Or you should really be like, give me a Cosmo, and really let you be like, "Whoa, really?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll be. I was drinking spicy margaritas last night, tequila. Yeah. But I came home and night capped it off with some Crown at the end of the night. No you don't mean to not home, but you know where I'm staying at. Yeah, I like but, Makers. Makers is good. Yeah, I'm saying. yeah, I like I like bourbon. Yeah. I like all that. Yeah. I like bullet rye. Yeah. Do we like the girly drinks though? Oh, I like everything. You know, I like with me being into me being a foodie too, you know, I look at I look at mixed drinks kinda like when you're making recipes. Mm. So it's not like do I want to go out and pound ten of them ten of them? No. But yeah. if I'm eating dinner and my wife's got a drink or yeah. hey, I might do this. I mean, I'm really into Moscow mules right now. I love the ginger beer. I love um lime juice. I love uh, mm. I love mojitos. I love margaritas, you know, stuff like that. I mean, you know, cosmopolitan and stuff like that. Maybe not. Sex on the beaches, nah. Nah, you're not good with But that. you know, yeah. hey, if that if we start there, depends on what I'm doing there. You like night. the finer things in life. I, I do like to find I do like to find things in life. Yeah, but I tell you what, I will yeah. check. Now, if somebody has some sex on the beach at a at a house, or yeah. that's what they're doing. Yeah, I'll chase my shots with that. Okay, and I'm saying, and I, I feel like if, if I say, you know what, let's get let's get some ice cold, uh, some blue ribbons or something, you'd be with that, or some two some, some, some PBR right? or something. Yeah, it's all right. You know, but I'm saying you you the top, or, or are you very? You know what, bro? Like I'm, I'm mature. Person. I'm getting a little douchey with the beer. I'm no, getting, I want I'm, getting, I'm getting a little craft beer. Like I'm getting <laughs> yeah. a little douchey with the beer, but I'm also one of those guys too. It's like, hey, I'm trying to lose weight. There's Bud Light Platinum mm. in there. It's got six percent alcohol. It's oh. the most you can get. <laughs> Have I'm you trying. tried a Michelob Ultra? 
Oh, of course. And of course, it's it's you know it's terrible. But you know what? <laughs> if you if I go to my parents' yeah. house and that's what my mom has in yeah. the fridge, it's like this. All you got is Michelob Ultra. Right. I'm a pound one, okay. pound a couple. Yeah. My move is normally a double crown and coke as the chaser, and I chase a double shot with the double crown and coke. That's not bad. So you just take chase a double crown with a double crown and yeah. coke. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Nice. That's my so, move. but so it's nothing official. Between you and Crown Royal? Nah, man. You know, it's very, it, to be honest, it was a little disappointing. And, but I didn't go into it hoping to get get some kind of deal with Crown Royal. Have they heard it? Um, They have to have heard it. And the thing that, the, the only thing that, one of the things that disappoints me about it is, is how much Crown we sell on tour. You know, when you go to, when you go to one of my shows, there's every, every place gets sold out of Crown. Oh, because of that now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because mm. of that song. I mean, everybody's drinking Crown. Yo, we're at a rich show. You know, it's Crown tonight. Not to speak of myself a third person, but that's I don't like that shit. But um, but uh, somebody at a show. I mean, we sell it worked. Crown. You, you need to speak your, about yourself in third person sometimes. Though. No, I don't like that. Hey, at all. I, I, you, I spoke <laughs> about that in the record. I hate. That I try shit. to avoid that too, but sometimes I'm just like you know. Yeah, you gotta, I mean, you, it happens. Concept wants some concept wants. God it, damn happen, it. it happens. It yeah. happens. It's but, a um, boss move too, though. I don't like that yeah. shit, but uh, <laughs> okay. but I do. Yeah. But doing what you do, or even as rappers, you yeah. know, like you know, people could it could be easily done. Boxers, I feel like you shouldn't do it unless you're a boxer. Like you know, when <laughs> Risk goes in the ring, Risk gonna get his wrist money. You paying Risk money? It's like you got to be a boxer. Okay, but um, <laughs> but no, I even forgot what we were talking about. Oh no, so, right. no you were disappointed. You always move it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, that's the only thing. I don't, I don't feel like they owe me anything. You know, it's just. So they probably owe you a so lot. Many, I mean, we, we make Crown Royal a lot of money. And yeah. um, so this tour, I'm actually going to have my own drinks that the bar is selling. So we're going to sell a white Jesus drink and we're going to sell a Ritz bitch yeah, drink. Yeah. And the Ritz bitch ain't for women. It's just Ritz bitch. I want that Ritz bitch or I mm. want a white Jesus. So mm-hmm. since I'm not getting any money from Crown Royal, we'll we'll sell these drinks at the bar. And these and are your own? The you own these? You, they're inspired by you? How, what do you mean they're yours? Wait, uh, your drink, drinks. Drinks that like, you know, we're like, hey, we're doing 63 cities. Uh-huh. Let's see how many bars, how many of these clubs will let us do the Ritz special drinks. Uh-huh. And then we get a little cut off those drinks. Yeah, okay. That way, because we're selling out Crown and like we can't, I broke the record in Denver. Like, no one's broken the bar record for me like where I'm at. Like, and, and that's, that's just different. There's several other places like people drink when they cut in my shows. Like mm-hmm. is it, I'm breaking bar records mm-hmm. and um, in, in smaller and in, in some clubs, you know, against artists that are way bigger than me, mm-hmm. you know, which I shouldn't be too proud of. But goddamn, yeah, it helps. Um, give me the money. <laughs> so oh, that's so, so really I figured, you know, they, I get it. Ritz is doing his thing. It's a dope track. I'm on Crown Royal. Must have been super happy when they heard it. When they when they got it back, they're like, "Yes, yeah, go with it." It's it's not offensive. The video, right? So you could play it. You could play the track. You could you could bump. I think a lot of people look at the artist and they look at the content and some of his other music and they see if they want to represent that. Or yeah, not. and then yeah, so okay. that kind of holds you back. Yeah, so I in other it. words, it's like. So it's cool to rap about Crown Royal and everybody getting drunk, but <laughs> you know, if I rap about something else, wait a minute, we're not going to help him out. Yeah. Now, nah, but I really, I really don't have an issue. I don't, I really don't even want any money from Crown. Mm. I, I, the only reason I may even want any money from Crown because I put so much of my own money into it, I should own a, I should own some stock in yeah. Crown Royal. You should buy some stock. I probably bleed there you Crown. Go. There you I go. may bleed it. <laughs> no, it, it's 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 fascinating to see artists be able to bounce right from one. Um, 
from one source of content to the other. Like when you go, okay, this is the Crown Royal, it's a party track, cool, dope. This is White Jesus, though. This is something different, right? right? And I'm like, holy, like you, you're able to express yourself in many different ways, right? right? When, when isn't is a part of you that kind of has a game plan to do that, or are you just kind of releasing the tracks as they come out? Yeah, nah, there's no game plan, no game plan, just on um, releasing them. I mean, there was a game plan on having a Crown Royal record. You know, it's just like making a weed song. Well, that's very specific. Yeah, but I'm yeah, saying yeah, outside yeah. the other stuff, like I can hear a lot of different topics. Yeah, when I hear yeah. Ritz, it's not always the same repetitious stuff. Yeah, you know, no, that's great, man. I appreciate that. Now, nah, there's never a game plan. It's just um, ideas for different records. You know, White Jesus, I had that idea before it came, way before it came out. And when I told him, hey, I want to call this White Jesus, everybody was like, no. Yeah, which, no is, which is another, as a fan, you wonder these things. You're yeah. like, well, I wonder what the what the label said or what you what your yeah. initial you know part and at that point i didn't have a label it was just like um uh you know when i got put in the studio through yellow wolf and um uh tree sound studios looked out for me and my manager obviously uh both of my managers at the time um i was like y'all want to call this white jesus and they didn't get it but i knew before i even met yellow wolf or anything else when i put out another project this might be my last one i want to call it white jesus why was it going to be your last one? Well, because I was getting, it was like times were getting hard. And if this didn't work for me, it was time to give it up. Smart. Yeah. How, how old were you? I was uh, 30. You were 30. And you said, if this next project doesn't get me where I need to go. Yeah, I'm done. Do, what would we have done before? Uh, outside, outside? I would have just, I, I would have, honestly, I was studying flashcards, trying to learn multiplication because I have like a seventh grade education. Uh-huh. So I was just trying to um, maybe go get my GED and go to cooking school, culinary school, or do something to go to some kind of school mm-hmm. to do something for myself because I didn't have, I don't have a GED, nothing. So, you know, I, you know, high school, typical high, high school dropout shit. But, you know, I wasn't I was going to go ahead and work 50 hours a week and pay bills and struggle like hell and try to go to school at the same time, make something of myself before it was too late because it was like, you know, it was getting embarrassing. You know, you tell everybody, you know, you go get a job somewhere and you're like, hey, I'm a rapper. And it's like for a while when you're younger, they're like, oh, cool. Really? Let me hear it. Me, you spit. After a while, you know, especially as time went by and everybody raps. It's like, yeah, I'm a rapper. And it's like, yeah, I bet. Now give me, go cut some fucking chicken. You know what I'm saying? Like Less impressive. Less impressive. It was like, yeah, I bet. So was everybody else. So was he. Now so was he. Now it's surprising if you meet someone in the not in the right. right. You're not a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> now it's even so many rappers. Nobody wants. Now it's not even cool. Nah, I don't rap, bro. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> there's so many rappers. They're trying to figure out no. something else. Yeah. Nah, I do. Um, I shoot video. I'm a photographer. Everybody's a fucking photographer. Now. Yeah, yeah. Because well, think about these things. They're 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 easiest things to, to claim to be. Because yeah. right now, right, the one thing I, I argue on the show is people go and they're like, oh yeah, I rap now, right? Well, you put words together, bro, and like you in right. a fast succession. I mean, it's not really you're not doing it right, you know. Yeah, you ain't got no song. <laughs> but we all have those dreams. So when I turned, when I was 28, I was an MC, and I'm doing shows, I'm rocking my thing, blah blah. blah. Mm-hmm. And it's going good. And I'm finding myself, and I like it. But I, I did the same thing you did. If I, by the time I'm 30, something doesn't kick off to where like it tells me keep going. Yeah. This is what you're gonna get. Make a living off of, feed your family off of. This is what this is it. Um, I was gonna quit. So then, uh, by the time I hit 30, I had already started this show. Right. And then I realized, like, oh, okay, but it's not being a rap MC. It's not being an MC in that form. It's being an MC in this one. Right. Right. Apply what you, your skills, your love for it. Yep. And this is it. Like, pay attention, yeah. right? Yeah. That's awesome, man. And like, some people, some people, you know, that, that introduced you, to, you being an MC rapper introduced you to this. Yeah. 
And it's just like same thing with my homie. You know, he uh, he he still wants to rap. I'm sure deep down in his heart. But you know, it's introduced him to photography, shooting videos now. And then my boy also made a good point before. Some people don't. Some people don't need to do any of that. Some people need to realize that they're already a star in real life. Like, basically, you're not as good as rapping as you think you are. Mm. You're not meant to have this entertainment job. In other words, everybody, a lot of people want an entertainment job. It's like, hey, man, don't you realize when you walk in a room, you're like an entertainer? Like, mm-hmm. like you're like the coolest guy yeah, in the room. Yeah. Like, you could just be that, bro. Mm-hmm. Be that. And then go to work at UPS or wherever the fuck it is. Oh, like, you mean to fulfill that sense to of. To fulfill that sense of needing to be somebody. It's like, dude, you're already somebody. Yeah. You don't need to be an entertainment god. Mm-hmm. Like some people are stars in real life. And tell me if, if I'm if I'm far away from the truth, okay? Because this has been my perception is when the reason that when I hit 30, everything, I decided to keep going, right? Mm-hmm. Was because I saw life uh, progressing. Right. So the progression that I saw was like, well, if, if now imagine that times two next year. Right. Where are you going to be at then? Right? Exactly. And I said, well, if I saw the struggle was getting harder and harder as I went, I would take that as life, God, or whatever, telling me, no, 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 you're going the wrong way. Mm-hmm. But you want to be an MC so bad. Right. Oh, I'm an MC. And God's like, you're not an MC. So you don't ever rock a show. You don't ever write anything. You don't ever seem to get in the studio. Yep. Life gets in your way, right? But tell me if not, you saw, uh, when you started getting success, you saw life kind of going, yeah, it's this way. Yeah. Pay attention. And then things start, started happening to you. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's from my experience is I started getting calls. I started getting right. emails because it was life saying, yeah, you're going the right way. It almost has to hit. It almost has to, you almost have to get to that point to get to that point where you're about to give up to, for it's, it to that, that point is back. super important, right? Because it's going to tell you if you're either destined to go right or to go left. But I will say this, and this is something I'm seriously feel kind of, I don't know. I don't want to say the word guilty. So I feel like, so it took me, it, so same way you felt, I feel obviously. So we both were smart enough to realize like, Hey, this might not be working out if I don't see this, but we're a very small percentage. Most people don't have that lever that says, give it up. You're not going to do it. And then when I got on as a rapper, my, my, my song topics were like, don't give up. You never know. You never know. Don't give up. Don't give up. So I got, you know, 34, 35, 36 people. Man, I'm going to do just like you, Rich. Never give up. Just like you. And then you feel bad because you want to be like, yo, really, I'm contradicting myself because all my records are telling them not to give up. When you're at your lowest, dog is about to come to you. But really, some of yes. them need to give it up. And it's about 90% of the motherfuckers that need, need to stop that shit. But they don't have that. Not intelligence, and I don't want to use the word intelligence. They don't have that lever to tell them, like, yo, they don't have that. So it kind of hurt me for a while to tell people advice, like, yo, Mm. don't give up. You'll make it one day. And that makes people, that keeps people alive inside and keeps their fire going and keeps them feeling young and fresh and not, you know, getting down on life. But then I also want to kind of give them a, a real reality check like, yo, man, maybe this ain't for you, bro. Yeah. Like it ain't for everybody. And you would hate to be or think of yourself to be the reason why someone pursued something in life. Yeah. yeah. Or but, they, but, I'd also hate to be the guy that yeah. stopped them. <laughs> which is what I say is which one can you really live with more? And how many? Look, for I'd rather that, give them hope. Right, I'd, I'd rather and, give them hope. yeah, but yes, they do. Because I think reality checks need to be done by for you, by you, by them, yeah. And then once that happens, then it's a true reality yeah. check. Because I can tell you something a million times, you're not going to listen. Yeah. When you tell yourself something, you're like, all right, yeah. but listen, right? Yeah. It's so complicated. But I think you're inspiring more people, and you're doing more good than you're hurting. Yeah, me too. I, and that's what I said. I'd, I'd rather get, I, and that's what I had to tell myself. 
don't tell them to stop. Just yeah. tell them to keep going. And maybe one day they're going to find a place. It's not your responsibility. Because if somebody could have done the same shit to me when I was 28, 29, and I might not have been, I mean, probably not me, but still, yeah. you know, it could have happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't try to rain. That's why I'm not a big fan of people saying constructive criticism, you know, all this constructive criticism. It's good sometimes if you're getting constructive criticism from a credible source. Mm. But so many people are like, hey, man, it's constructive criticism. I keep it real. I tell you how it is. It's like, well, fuck you. What the fuck have you done? How about tell that? me? It only works if you get it from a credible uh, from a credible source. hundred percent. You're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah. It, it makes sense as someone credible that's willing or that has an understanding of what they're really talking. But most about. people that want to give you constructive criticism have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Nah, hey, man, I'm just giving you constructive criticism. You take it or leave it. It's like, yeah. hey, fuck you. Yeah. Now you just hurt my feelings, man. That's all you did. <laughs> yeah. Asshole. No, see, Rich, it's, it's, it was it's awesome meeting you because uh, you have a perception of the artists in your head right because mm-hmm. yeah i only know you from the tracks and both right, right, right but uh, i didn't want to talk to you about something and i, I gotta pick a bone i got a bone to pick with you <clears throat> let's pick some bones <laughs> i was like i was i was uh you know as a fan and stuff i ran into a song very specific very hit close to home okay it was called interview right your interview, interview. <laughs> love it Thanks. tracks amazing Thanks, super man. dope is that how you feel about media is that how you felt? Because it doesn't portray them in a negative way, but you're kind of like, listen, I've already, uh, the sense that I got is like, I've, I've told this to people a million times already. Next person interviewing me, like, they know where I'm from. They know where I live. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, when I put that out, yo, those first, and it was my first album. Yeah. So the interviews after that, you could tell like some people interviewing me, <laughs> they've heard that record and were like, kind of like, do you like doing interviews? Or like, dude? Because as a, someone who's about to interview you, my, I hate to ask you the qu- same questions you've been asking for. At least me, as constant. And you have, but you have to ask. So I had to do research. Questions. You have right? to ask basic questions, though. Period. Because my know? audience doesn't know you like the other person's audience knows you, right? So my, if I'm introducing you to my audience, Just they kind of want to know all that stuff. Yeah, but as a journalist, mean? who is rich? Where's he from? You know, I want I I want to see. Okay, what has he been asked specifically, so I can right. avoid it or move around it. And then I run. It's called my interview, so I just click on it, yeah. and I get all this feedback, right? So now I'm a little, I'm scrambling a little. I'm like, okay, is he going to be kind of like resistive? Is right. Now nah, you know that I don't want to say that kind of bit me in the ass. It didn't bite me in the ass. It was more like when I did talk to people interviewing me, it was like, yo, you know that song? I was just kind of, kind of giving artists a way how it feels. I was kind of explaining. Unfortunately, the interviewer has to get the negative side. Like, damn, he might not want to be asked that. But I was trying to get how frustrating it is to be in it for so long and get the same questions. And some people can ask the same questions and you're supposed to. Like, who is Ritz? Where are you from? Blah, blah, blah. Do, and, and, and just the common ground. People want to know that, you know. I mean, you have to ask some of those basic questions. Um so it just depends how you do it. Plus, I've done some shit interviews where people don't do any research at all, and they're like, yeah. um, "So, um, you know, I mean, I mean, I meet people that think I'm from Kansas City because yeah. of Sound of Strange Music. Mm-hmm. They, they, if they interview me, yeah, to, to, to me, and it, an asshole artist would be like, "Yo, man, what the fuck's wrong with you? you and have you seen it? You've seen it happen. They yeah, do it, but yeah. sometimes it needs to get done. Sometimes yeah. I'll, I'll watch interviews press, and I go, "Dude, that was a horrible way to ask that question." Right. Asking a question, right? Also, the way you ask it, right? And then I'm like, dude, that's so disrespectful. Why would you ask the man right. that? Like, of course he flipped out on you, asshole. Like, relax, you know? Yeah, I've, I've never actually like, and, and plus it's like, I never actually flipped out on anybody like I, like I did, like I portrayed in that song. Um, but what's funny is like fans even with this, I hope we get something like my interview. It's like, well, I can't do that again. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I already told you the basis of yeah, it. Yeah. You know, what am I going to do? Interview part two of how they're asking me about something else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like, yeah I know you'd be like chubby Mexicans I, fucking asking I'm me I'm not going to give you part time, two and part three in my interview <laughs> and just give you questions, yeah. random ass questions. <laughs> Brain and how the game with their desire, entertain and inquiry. Cocaine pirates, risk gang whip, whip, whipping like a wild whisk. 
parts of the skin, been surviving in a five bit on a hollow third degree burns. Gotta do the research on the people that you keep around the super never leave a team work. Hate to see you coming up, wanna see you reverse, wanna see the street curve when you tryna go straight. I was tryna throw shade, but it never holds weight. But I got him in my scope, won't fold, won't break. Cause when you And this will be the last segment of the show. I know you got to go. Oh, right? man, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. So, so it's something I like to call 12 rounds. It's the signature of the show. Everyone gets asked these, these 12 questions. Okay. Right? Think about it like a boxing match. Okay. I'm going to ask you 12 questions. All right. Each more difficult than the last. If Great. you answer all 12 questions, honestly, you're the champion. You walk away with the belt. All right. I want the belt. If you cannot answer the question or you will not answer the question, you will be knocked out. Okay. I'm the champion. And... And I get those glasses. <laughs> you might not get those glasses. I got some other ones, though, back there. Some knockoffs. And you'll give me some merch <laughs> of any sort. <laughs> no, I yeah, I got you. I got you. All right, cool. uh, now I'm scared. You, are you willing to play 12 rounds, Ritz? Yes, sir. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Ding, 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 ding. Bell round number one. Easy. What is your favorite part about your craft? My favorite part about my craft is actually recording it. And hearing it afterwards is that simple. Um, at hearing my verses, hearing how I sound, because I have no idea how it sounds when I'm writing it and doing it. I got a perception of it, but when it finally comes together, that's the most, uh, that's my favorite part about it. There's other favorite parts once it gets on to touching people and other people hear it. But first, it starts with me when I get to hear how it comes together and hear it. And I'm like, oh, shit, I can rap. That sounds pretty good. Is it almost good. like you approving it? It's me approving it. Mm. Because I'm in, the, I'm in the room. And if I'm doing, like, say, my interview, if I'm getting fucked up in my interview, I don't know how it's going to sound when I stack up my interview, interview. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how all those things are going to sound. Yeah. So once I hear them all together and I'm like, oh, this song's dope. Right. Because me, I'm self-conscious, so I'm like crazy, like, damn, is this song kind of whack? Is the girl going to sound right saying it? So that's when I hear it and I play it in the car, that's like, oh, I'm I'm, I'm a rapper. That's the most, uh, what is it, gratifying? Is there it? you go. Yeah. Satisfying, gratifying. Satisfying, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Round number two, what is your least favorite part about your craft? Least favorite part about what? Your craft. My craft is uh, leaving home for uh, months and months at a time. The only way to make money is the tour all the time and I hate I hate being gone that long for my wife and my family. I hate it. But I love being out there with the fans and seeing people, but it's just it's just uh I wish it was back in the day when I could put out an album, sell some records, make a lot of money and tour once a year. Yeah. Just different times these days. Now it's multiple times yeah, a year. Yeah, I got a tour. This is the first time I've had off spring and summer since two thousand eleven. It's wow. been amazing. Round number three, Round what are you most three. proud of? What am I most proud of? Yeah, what are you most proud of for round number three? Oh, man, I'm proud that uh, sometime in the future, my nephews or my future kids, when I have some, and that they can look at, they can um, say that I actually followed my dreams and I really made it as an artist. And I have mm -hmm. albums nationwide, worldwide. I made it as an artist. That is, I'm so proud of that. Mm. I'm so proud of that, uh, you know. I felt so stupid for so many years, especially those years we were talking about giving up. You know, you tell your family, you tell, trust me, I'm doing this. I'm going to be a rapper. I'm going to be a rapper. If it would have never happened, but it happened, so I'm so proud of that. 
Yeah, you know, you so should be. It. I mean, it is very. When I when I told everyone, "Hey, I'm I'm a super Ritz," everyone was like, "Wow, dude, like that's what's up." Oh, that's tight. See, know, I'm proud of that. You're, like, you're they, dude. I'm you're, proud you're, they know who the fuck I am. So I'm telling you that that's why I always said if I'm if I ever meet Ritz, I'm gonna tell him he can spit because the, the your your skills are so impressive. Thank you, man. And inspirational. Like I, I'm like, yo, wow, that's I, I'm I'm amazed that a human can move. Man, thank <laughs> you, bro. Speech like that. Thank you. Round number what do we have? Five, right? Round number five. What are you most proud of? That's what we said for three. Yeah, we on four. We on four. Four. Round, what are you least proud of for round number four? My least proud of. Yeah. What are you least proud of? Um, that's a hard question right there. What am I least proud of? Uh, I'm least proud of that I haven't. I'm least proud of that I have it. That it since it took me so long to do that, it's taken me a long time to adjust to this lifestyle. I wish I could be more healthier. I wish I could. Uh, I wish I could go on these long tours and not party so much and 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 be a little bit more mature as far as I'm not I'm not like immature out here acting wild, but take care of myself a little better because time ain't on anybody's side. You know, time flies by. Um, I wish I would have uh, I would dedicate my time more and wrap my head around how to live this lifestyle in a more healthy manner. When I come home, I'm beat up. I drank way too much. I'm just it's just taking years off my life. You know, it, it is like I said, so stuff that we don't talk about in hip hop. Yeah, man. Politics, religion. We don't talk about health. Yeah. And then so, a lot of our, you know, a, all of our icons are getting old. Man, health is huge. You know, man, and, it, you know. and we're all getting old. It's important to talk yeah, about. Yeah, you know, man. you hear rappers. You, you, I think a little Uzi Vert or somebody said something about if you're over 25, you're old head. It's like, yeah, wait, you're gonna be 25 one day, homie. Yeah, yeah. And it ain't gonna be long. And then once <laughs> you're done with 25, it just starts flying. Yep. And that's the that's what I'm least proud of that I haven't taken care of myself like when i'm out here i should like i should have went and ran around hollywood this morning so i look mm. good for this photo shoot mm-hmm. but instead i drank around last night and mm-hmm. wanted some breakfast burritos this morning and like <laughs> you know you, you want to take better care so you could be around longer and you know yeah absolutely yeah, that's yeah. probably what i'm least proud of man okay. I'm, I'm working on that good good Trying that's what's up. slowly <clears throat> but number five if you could collaborate with anyone what's that? if you could collaborate with anyone dead or alive who would it be mm, i'd probably have to say sade Sade is my favorite One of my favorite artists Of all time Amazing I love Sade man I'd love to be On a song Having Sade sing the hook That would be By far the greatest Yeah I would love to see that I think that can happen Sade is amazing (laughs) Nah that ain't gonna happen Come on You you don't know man You don't know She's gotta sell You know she wants to be relevant Still My wife would even let me say I love you Sade (laughs) She won't let me say that About anybody on TV Shit Round number six What is your biggest fear my biggest fear, um, my biggest fear is having all this shit happen for me and then losing it all one day. Mm. You know, not taking advantage. Like that's my biggest fear. You know, going back to the drawing board. You know, I get that from my mom and dad too. It's like, yeah, we're just worried about you. you. Might just end up being back washing dishes, spending money, spending money. You know, not just that's my biggest fear is, is failure. And failure meaning that that after I made it and looking like a dumbass and having to go live in a trailer or something mm. and you know losing everything. Mm-hmm. Round number seven. <clears throat> Who would you take a bullet for? Who I take a bullet for? I take a bullet for my wife. I take a bullet for my best friend. I probably take a bullet for my manager too, even though he's a fucking asshole. <laughs> round number <clears throat> round number eight. Who would you let that bullet hit? I'm um, not saying Rich shoot again, someone. That's manager. not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, that's not what I'm saying. So I'm not would, saying you go out and shoot someone. I'm saying, you know, it's, you see it flying, you're not going to sway if dude gets hit. Like, it, it is what it is. You know, like, who would you? Say, <laughs> <laughs> my boy Richie. Shout out to Richie. Um, shout out to Richie Abbott. 
He just said it. Same answers. Now let me uh, mm. say the question again, mm. so I don't lose the belt. I'm gonna... <clears throat> who would you let that bullet hit? All right, let's start. What was the first question? The first question is, who would you take a bullet for? Okay, that's round number and seven. How do how does that bullet hit somebody? I take a bullet for uh, you. Talking about who would I want a bullet to hit? Who who would you not worry about if they got hit with that bullet? I'm not saying you caused the shooting in any way. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, anybody that is at home, like talking shit that I'm not the same person anymore, that mm-hmm. I don't call them. People that text my phone and just that are so fucking rude to me. And it's like, I've done nothing to you, man. Yeah. I don't owe you anything. Matter of fact, my door is open. I love you. You're a fucking piece of shit. Mm. You know what? You need to be fucking shot. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> respectable i like that <clears throat> round number nine who would you never work with never work with like ever work with i probably wouldn't work with trump you would never you wouldn't do his inauguration or anything no nah, like i'm not working with trump trump goes here a ridiculous amount though here it is we need i need ritz I'm not ritz work. has to be there i'm not gonna work with trump he goes i got sade also there who's requesting nobody but Ritz. I'm not working with Trump. You know, you I think I think that's gonna be. I think that's. A, I think that's a good answer for that one. Okay. Um, because I'm trying to think of anybody else I wouldn't work with. Um, there's some whack ass rappers I wouldn't work with. <laughs> we wouldn't go on there now. No, I'm just saying. You know, I thought you maybe you had a specific name with somebody you might not work with. It's Trump. Nah, nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. I don't, okay. don't want to work with Trump. I don't want to work with um Kim Jong Un or whatever the fuck his name. <laughs> the North Korea dude. Yeah, fuck that guy. Hey, say what you want about that dude, but have you seen it? He's always got a fresh fade. Oh, uh, I was about to say the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Haircut. Like, whatever you want, but that dude's faded up all the time, bro. Like, My manager needs a haircut like that because him and him are like, kind of got a lot of the same qualities. <laughs> <laughs> Round number 10. Last three, you're doing pretty good. Oh, shit. Are we Last in a, three. Uh, we're in now nah, almost. Cha- is this championship rounds? No, no, no. Right. T- championship two, right? Two rounds. Yeah. 11 and 12. All right. You're getting there. You're getting there. Round number 10. Schritz. Do you believe in God? Yes, I do believe in God. And what does that mean for Ritz? Um, you know, I just I just believe in a higher power. You know, I I don't necessarily believe the Bible word for word. Mm. Um, I don't believe the Bible word for word, nor will I argue with someone who believes the Bible for word for word because I don't believe that I have enough knowledge to argue that. So, but I do my thing. I have my own connection with a higher power. Mm. I pray uh, mm. every day. Um. I think that there's a God. I hope there's a God, but I also don't judge people if they don't. I'm a very open-minded person. Yeah, but I do believe in God, and yeah. So we adhere to a certain religion. Uh, well, I was raised. I wasn't raised like I went to a Baptist church when I was a kid. So yeah, I'm Christian. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I, I don't think I think if there's a God. It's just one God. You know what I'm saying? It's probably a woman. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? God's a female. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just okay. saying maybe. Yeah, no, but that's would interesting. Not surprise me. Well, the, the fact that you've have you thought this is like a is this a, a, something you've thought about? Yeah, like I've thought about considered it. it and yeah, you I've think? thought about it. I mean, hey, man, you know, you're always told not to question question faith, right? Right. But if you don't question faith, why why would God give you the mind not to question? Well, what is it that you made you think? You know what? She's it's probably a girl. I don't know, man. It's just well, actually, not. I, I don't know about it's probably a girl. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it's a little too. I, I don't want to dodge your questions, yeah. but yet again, I don't have the knowledge or any information to back that up without sounding like an idiot. So, okay. But I do believe in a higher power. Uh-huh. I hope there is one, and um, I think there's so many beautiful things that happen in the world. There's gotta be. There's gotta be. That's a beautiful thing. 
No. I'm with that. Round 11, championship round championship last Championship rounds. Here we go. Rich is here. He's still hanging in the fight. He's, doing He's tired. He's fat. <laughs> He's still swinging. <laughs> Both of these contestants are a little out of shape, but they're doing their thing. They're going over there. Uh, what is your biggest insecurity for round 11? Biggest insecurity besides the size of my penis? Um, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it depends who was judging the penis. That's a good thing. That's I've always said that too. I said like, yo, but who's compared to who? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because in certain yeah. circles, I'm not yeah. doing bad, but in but certain, I think all all my all my girlfriends in the past have had very large ones, so maybe that's <laughs> made me insecure. <laughs> <laughs> so my biggest insecurity, hey, prob- probably yeah. just um, probably like honestly, my weight, man. Mm. Like uh, to be honest, like just yeah, I'm an insecure person. Period. You know, I just uh. Uh, what people think of me, how I write, you know, the people are gonna like my songs, the people are gonna like that, but I'm gonna go with weight, man. We'll you just, don't, we'll keep but you're not a dude that hides. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, you got the hair, nah, you got the gut. Gla- I mean, people, it's not like you're trying nah, to. No, I'm not, but I would like to walk outside with my shirt off right now mm. instead of this beanie. And would just, be you nice. know, that'd be yeah. nice to just take my shirt off and <laughs> run around, get a sunburn and 100%, a tan. Yeah. But that ain't gonna happen today, I don't think. I mean, for me, for me, somebody's it's gonna the throw fact an egg at me or something. That I can't get any more tattoos. That bothers me because my arms are done, right? Oh, so you can't get the other parts? I'm done? like, yo, I want more, but I don't have the real estate to walk around with my shirt off. Yeah, I know. It's like pointless for me. It's like, who am I gonna show? It's like, <laughs> I had to go to I had to go to like some deserted island in Mexico yeah. for to go to the beach. and even then you're gonna be like uh, I didn't want fans like take a picture of me like on Myrtle Beach or something. Hey, look, there's Rich. He ain't <laughs> got no ass it. and he got a big ass belly. Wow, and he's whiter than them. <laughs> that fucking, dude's pale. <laughs> whiter than a bright ass light in the sky. Ritz, last and final question. All right, there you go. Thank you for your time. Oh man, thank you, man. Thank you for the interview. years of music. Thank you for being an example. I think Ritz is an, is an artist that you can use for an example for a lot this of This is like you're sitting on the ropes and you're about to just knock me out. With <laughs> no, 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 no. I think you got it. I think you got it. I just really want to want to thank you for everything. Oh, man, thank you, thank man. Thank you for having me out. It's a beautiful interview. location. Thank you, man. And, and the interviews like this and you saying that gives me confidence and yeah. helps me keep going. And I really appreciate it, bro. Absolutely. Thank Last you. and final round. Round 12. Ritz. Why? 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 Why what? I gotta know. Why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I'm trying to think of something funny to say. Why what? Is there a question or just? I want to know your why. What's Ritz's why? Why? I want to be successful in life. I want to. Um, why I hate to make it so materialistic, but I I, I want to be able to why i do what i do wake up every day and what i want to do to better myself is i want to financially be able to support me Mm. my wife hopefully some kids one day and be able to help out my family and friends and whoever needs my help however i can help out whoever and why is also spreading the message through my music to make to help people that need help i don't want to help people period i want to help better life i don't want to make it worse that that's that would be a good why for me. I know some of my music doesn't always coincide with that when I talk about drugs and stuff like that, but um, uh, or when I talk about pain and stuff. But I think some of those things to more empower people and um, give them knowledge of stuff. So why is to uh, be successful financially, and why is also to help help people that need help, to need a voice, to need to relate to somebody? If that would help, if that if that why makes any sense. <laughs>
You're the champion. Yes, sir. That's right, baby. Uh, uh, get it. I got the belt. I got the belt. Yeah, I got I, the belt. I'm, I'm adding some sound effects. You, you, you'll sound fine. It'll sound yeah. Fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, one well, last and final one. Last thing I got to ask you. you what, have you given your dead, yourself your deadline again? Since, What's that? Remember we talked about that deadline you gave yourself? Yeah. Have Are you still doing that? Nah, no deadlines right now. No deadlines. No you understand. Deadline. You know. Nah, no deadlines to our flatline. Mm, I like that. No deadlines to the flatline. Yeah. Talk to me about uh, what you got going on right now. What I got going on right now, the album is out, Last Call, my fourth album, which is fucking crazy to mm-hmm. me. But I've had four albums be out there in the world um, as an official rap artist. Yep. And I'm very proud of this work. You know, there's 21 records all together, 16 on the regular album, 18 on deluxe. It's just, uh, just been having a good, good career so far, man. It's just been a wild ride and, mm-hmm. uh, it's been crazy at times. But like I said, you got to look back at it and be like, bro, you're a fucking rapper, homie. Yeah. You did it. You did it. You did it. You, you did it. And you go on tour and say, like, mom and dad, will you tell me you love me, please? <laughs> Get their approval still. <laughs> Is that is that is that something you worry about? Oh, of course. Yeah, I was pissed. My mom and dad didn't have a picture. They had like my brother's uh coaching picture in the house. Yeah. Like he's, he coaches football and stuff, which is awesome. Uh-huh. It's an achievement of his. It's like, can I get a picture up? I got like three albums out. I ain't got no pictures in yeah. the house. I was like, God damn it, am I gonna have to give y'all a fucking picture? Can you frame an album? So what do they say to that? She fucking went and made like some weird collage and like, see, you glad you happy now? You happy now? Yeah, well, there you go. So then once I got married, they finally put some wedding pictures. I was like, can I get some rap pictures up mm. in this motherfucking house? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, nah, but I, you know, nah, they, they, they support me very much. They yeah. love me to death. It's just, I, I did, we did run into that situation. You're always looking for approval, I think, from somebody unless you're just fucking out of your mind. Mm-hmm. Fucking, unless you just don't have that, unless you are the king. King and the family. Yeah, but we're not there yet. Yeah, so we exactly. still need it. We still need it. Ritz, thank you for sitting down again thank with us, brother. I appreciate Thanks it. So, so for Ritz, strange music for West Coast hip hop, East Coast hip hop, all hip hop, real hip hop. This is Concept Seven One Four asking you, demanding that you help us wake the flock up. I mean, wake the fuck up. <laughs> You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network.